<laughs> hey y'all this is charlie we are living loving laughing and grace and you know it we are in the christmas season amen amen and welcome back to part two of our christmas communion special we're gonna jump right back into the word in a minute but there's something i want to share with you first my friends a little tradition uh that jesus and i started together many years ago and it has just so blessed me and, you know, I am one of those, I love my Christmas movies. I mean, of course, I love Christmas and Christmas movies are, are extra cheerful and joyful and, and usually full of hope and, and stuff, my friends. So I do have my favorite Christmas movies that I like to watch every year. And I bet some of you, most of you or many of you are the same way. Have you ever thought about this, though? What about your favorite Christmas sermons? Amen. You can have a favorite Christmas sermon or two or three or four or five or several, right? Just like a favorite Christmas movie. Uh, many years ago, I got a hold of a, of a DVD set from Pastor Prince, and it was three Christmas sermons from, um, from the years past. And I love them, right? Of course, and this speaks to the time. This is when you had to get everything more or less on DVD. DVD or CD, but anyways, you can now also access uh, his Christmas sermons through his his free um, app, the Joseph Prince app. But uh, so I happen to have these on DVD, and I watched all of them the first year. I think probably a couple of times, and then the next year it was like when when we started coming around to the Christmas season, it was like, oh, I want to watch my Christmas sermons. And then every year it just became a thing that I get out my favorite Christmas sermons and I listen to them, my friends. And you know what? There, God loves for us to have fun. Right. It is, it, he loves for us to enjoy things. And, you know, he there's nothing wrong with me enjoying my Christmas movie and I have fun with them. But they don't give me the same life that a Christmas sermon does or the same wisdom, the same refreshing, the same strength. Amen. So I want to encourage you to pick yourself out some favorite Christmas sermons. Amen. And hey, by the way, I've got quite a few Christmas podcasts that you can go back and listen to as well. In fact, I was kind of surprised. I went through and uh, found some of them for you. And I just want to share these, my friends, so that you know you don't have to wait for a new podcast to come out. Go back and listen to some of the other Christmas messages that we've already had in the past. So starting with um, uh, episode number 75 from the 19th uh, December of 2021. So you can you know, go back towards around Christmas of 2021, or you can just look for the episode number, which is number 75. And it's called the power of God moves because of the love of God. The power of God moves because of the love of God. Number 73 through 74, from the cradle to the grave, Jesus came to save you. That's true, my friends. We get to see the whole message from the cradle to the grave. Jesus came to save you. And that's uh, episodes number 73 through 74. There is also number 70 through 72 titled Love's Journey. 70 through 72 is titled Love's Journey. And all of these came out in December of 2021. And then we have last year's Christmas goodies uh, starting in November 27th. Episodes number 156 to 159 titled God Answers Even Your Forgotten Prayers. My friends, did you know that even the prayers that you forget you asked God about he didn't. He doesn't. He's still working on them. If you've been waiting for a breakthrough for a long time, can I encourage you to go back and listen to this series? It is going to encourage you. And again, that was 
numbers 156 through 159. And lastly, we have number 160 to number 161. God loves big. God gives big. Amen, my friends. You know, how much we give is tied up with how much we love. And God loves big. <laughs> Amen, my friends. So there you go. Maybe a new tradition for you to go back and listen to some extra Christmas sermons, some extra Christmas goodies. Maybe your church even has that available where you can go back and listen to Christmas services from years past. I know I'm already seeing on YouTube some of the larger churches around the world posting some of their Christmas uh, messages and sermons and candlelight services from last year. My friends, feast, right? We are so fortunate to have so many opportunities to feast on the word of God, to feast on Jesus Christ. So uh, yeah, I hope that encourages you. And now guess what? We're getting right back into our word. Here we go. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread. My friends, this is very unusual. He's the guest. He's the guest in this home. And in their culture, that would have meant, yes, he would have sat at the table and he would have been waited on by them. He would have been served by them. But what did Jesus say? I did not come to be served, but to serve. He sat at the table with them. He took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. He took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. He took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. I know some of y'all are getting the revelation, right? What's that sound a whole lot like? Like when he gave his disciples the Lord's Supper, my friends, he took bread, he blessed it, he gave thanks for it, and he gave it to each of them. And he's just done it again. And look at what the result is when they receive the Lord's Supper. Remember, they don't know who he is. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him. Then their eyes, then, then, because they received of the Lord's Supper, their eyes were opened and they knew him. And this word know, my friends, and the Greek is an intimate knowledge. It's not like a head knowledge. They knew him. They knew who he was in their hearts. They received a fresh revelation, a deeper knowing of their Savior. And he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? Just as we talk about, my friends, so many times that as we meditate on the word of God, as we spend time alone with Jesus, as we worship Jesus, you know, even if you're on your car, in your car on your way to work and you can have worship music going or, or you could even be listening to this podcast, but we're making time to be with Jesus and we feel him warm our heart we feel that heart hug our heart burns within us so they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon and they told the things that had happened on the road and how listen he was made known to them in the breaking of bread my friends this ain't talking about eating a sandwich Right? There's a whole world of people out there that eat bread and they don't know Jesus. This is talking about the Lord's Supper. He is telling us that when we come to his table, when we come to the Lord's Supper to receive of his body and his blood, that my friends, we get to know him in a new and an intimate way. He makes himself known to us. He manifests to us in a different and a special way. 
Remember, this is the one thing he asked us to do to remember him by. And he said that every time we receive of his body and his blood, that we are proclaiming his death until he returns again. My friends, his death is our victory. He wants us to continually think of the victory that he's given us to celebrate the victory that he's given us to celebrate what he's done for us. To receive of all that goodness, to see that he is with us. He is with us. He is with us. Emmanuel, Christ is with us. God is with us. And just as a little bonus, did you catch what happened after they received of the body? Remember, Jesus was going to keep walking, but they said it's too late. It's time to come Come home, stay the night with us. But then after they received of the communion, they got back up and walked the full six miles back to Jerusalem, my friends. And they found the others where they should have been to start with and proclaimed to them, we have seen him. And he was made known to us. My friend, come to the communion expecting to receive fresh revelation of your Jesus, expecting that every time you do, you get to know him a little bit better. Expect to receive your own visions of him. Not outward visions, my friends. These are inward visions. Many, many a times as I have been receiving communion, suddenly the Lord has opened up a scripture that I had read earlier, maybe that day, that week, sometimes maybe a month before, and all of a sudden it opens up and I see the meaning or a fresh meaning. I see how Jesus is in it. Many times as I'm receiving, I just purely fall in love with Christ again. I see him like they did. I know him in a new and intimate way, my friends, and to know Jesus is to love Jesus. He's so incredible. When we know Jesus, we can't help but loving him. To know him is to know that you are loved. Hallelujah, my friends. Oh, hallelujah. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Jesus has come to save us. We celebrate God is with us. Amen, my friend. I want you to go ahead and grab your bread and your juice, and we're going to receive of the Lord's Supper together right now. And just as he did, my friends, when he gave this beautiful gift to his disciples, you know, he gave thanks. Think about this. Christ gave thanks that he was going to break his own body. We give thanks that he broke his body. He broke his body for us. But could you imagine giving thanks that you're going to go through the most tremendous suffering that anyone ever has in all of time? Jesus gave thanks fully knowing what was going to happen to him. He gave thanks to break his own body. Why? Because he knew in the breaking of his body was the wholeness of yours, was the healing of yours, was the putting back together of yours, my friends. He gave thanks for the joy that he knew it would bring you, the joy it brings him to see you living in that abundant life, to see you reigning over the sicknesses and diseases and weaknesses that want to tear you apart. His body was broke to put yours back together. By his stripes, you have been healed, my friends, and it brings him joy. And Jesus, we give thanks. My friends, just lift the the bread up to the Lord now. I want you to, to picture him, my friends, 
see him bearing that scourging, that whip falling on his body, tearing all the flesh away, stroke after stroke after stroke, stripe after stripe after stripe, and see whatever it is that is plaguing you in his body. He is bearing the price for your wholeness. See that your cancer dies as that stripe falls on his body. See that your arthritis dies as that stripe falls on his body. See that your autoimmune diseases die as those stripes fall on his body. See that your migraines die, your seizures die, your pain dies, your weakness dies, your aging. It all dies as those stripes fall on the body of Jesus Christ. And as we receive See that you are growing stronger. My friends, every time you partake of the Lord's body, you are growing stronger. You are growing younger. You are growing healthier. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you did this for us. We thank you that you broke your body for us. We thank you, Lord, that you even gave thanks that you could suffer for us. That you so delight in our wholeness and our healing and our well-being. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, my friend, you may receive of the bread. My friends, communion is only for believers, for those who have already made Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. If you haven't done that before, hold on. After we finish receiving, we're going to give you that opportunity. And then guess what? You can play this back again and receive of the Lord's Supper with us. Hallelujah. Amen. My friends, let's hold the cup in our hands, this cup of the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My friends, again, think of this, that he gave thanks. When he gave the disciples the cup, he gave thanks to his father that he would get to shed his own blood for each and every one of us. Right? It's one thing for us to give thanks that he did it for us. But can you imagine the heart that gives thanks to sacrifice itself? that gives thanks to die, to give thanks to pour out its blood for sins never committed, for crimes never done. That's the heart of our Savior, my friends. He came to save us. And the Bible says in Hebrews that he looked towards the cross, despising the shame, and he looked at it with joy. Joy because of you. Because he saw you, my friend. He saw you in this moment. As he was being crucified. And he cried out, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. He saw you in this moment receiving of that shed precious blood. Receiving of the forgiveness that he has given us. Celebrating the victory and the life. The eternal relationship that he has given us. And it brings him joy. Oh, how it brings him joy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for taking all of our sin at the cross. Thank you that because of your blood, we are completely forgiven. We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We stand on favor ground. Our heavenly Father, God, is pleased and delighted with us because we are now in you. Thank you, Jesus, for the new covenant of grace by which you have declared through your blood that you are merciful to our unrighteousness and our sins and lawless deeds you remember no more. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My friends, you may receive of the cup. My friend, if you are listening today and you have never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, will you take that opportunity right now? You've heard already what he's done for you. And you are listening today because he wants to draw you in. He's already paid the price to be your Savior. All that is left is for you to say yes. Simply say yes to him. This is not a religion. This is a relationship with the God that loves you so much. He gave up his very best for you. He gave up his one and only begotten son. My friend, will you just say this prayer with me right now? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your one and only son to be the sacrifice for my sins. I believe that at the cross, Jesus Christ took all my sins, all my punishment, and all my judgment. He died and was buried, and on the third day, he rose again without them. I am now justified. I am now righteous in your sight. I am now forgiven because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you are now my Lord and Savior. God, you are now my Heavenly Father. Heaven is my home, and I am your beloved child. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. My friend, you have just received the greatest gift of all, the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, the gift of relationship with God himself. You can never lose this because you did not earn it. You are forever a beloved child of the Most High God and look forward to your days growing bright, my friends. Expect the favor of God in your life. This is for all of us, right? Every one of us. The Bible says as a believer that our days grow brighter and brighter, just like the rising sun right my friends sometimes we might go through the night but we know that the sun's coming in the morning and the day gets brighter and brighter and that's what he's saying about your life your life is going to get brighter and brighter and brighter until his return and it will be the brightest of all hallelujah amen my friends i sure enjoyed our kickoff to the christmas season and our special christmas communion i hope that you did the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and grant you his peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Till next time, keep on living, loving, laughing in grace.